So we were called the Mighty Mighty Monotones, and we <laughs> sang. <laughs> Can't believe I've never talked about this. Look out, here comes treble. So I'm at the, the wrestling show, and my wife, out of the blue, not out of the blue, actually, I, I specifically said, hey, you should come with us. It would be good for your relationship with our son. You, you should do more fun things together. And she finally acquiesced. So I'm sitting on the, the innermost seat, and then there's my son, and then there's my wife, and then there's two seats at the edge when we sat down originally. And we go and we watch the show, and there's a big match, and after the match, the bad guy... Cashy's own was all bad mouth and everyone in the back. He says, no one dares come out and fight me. And then Matt Riddle's music hits. And Matt Riddle comes out, does his kick the flip-flops at the bad guy thing. Cashy's Ono ducks out, rolls around the ring, kind of walks around it for a little bit. And then Matt Riddle takes his shirt off. And I hear from the direction of my wife a very Asian voice going, Ow, ow, ow! Up to this point, my wife has only asked polite and curious questions about the nature of the storyline and the athletes. And I turn, and before I can see what's going on over there, my son has intercepted my gaze. And he's like, don't worry, Dad. That wasn't Mom. (laughs) In the meantime, another couple have sat next to us, and the lady was way more into wrestling than my wife, way more vocal than my wife, but had the same voice as my wife. So she was catcalling all the wrestlers when they took their shirts off and having a great time. Confusing me. I was really hoping that uh, MMA Lothario Matt Riddle had just had uh, converted, just exploded. Yeah, exploded the wrestling heart in your wife. But no, sadly, that's I mean, he has that effect on people. So it wouldn't be shocking if you took her to the wrestling show and came home with no wife. Then that's I mean, that's your fault. You knew Matt Riddle was going to be there. So. Well, I didn't know Matt Riddle was going to be there. Well, they didn't release the card. But you know it's but... an NXT show, and you know there's a chance. Yeah. And so every guy has to know he could go home alone. That's always the risk when you're Riddle adjacent. So I, I, I should have followed up with that lady's husband. Like, you guys still together? How'd that turn out for you? I heard the ow, ow, ow. It's like, oh, we're, we're swingers. We just come to these shows, you know, waiting for a hookup. Luckily, Matt Riddle <laughs> was here tonight, so my hands are, <laughs> are free. Get to go home and play some video <laughs> games for once. <laughs> I assume that's what every guy does. Once the wife is gone, finally, yes, turn on the Xbox. So he's finally free to go home and masturbate to whatever wrestler he wants to. Oh, God, that's a, that's a direction to take. I mean, like, you know. I have various crushes in wrestling, and it's always weird to me that it's not like the, like, smoking hot one, like Mandy Rose. It's like, yeah, that's typical. Obviously, she's, like, almost the, like, idea of perfection as far as, like, symmetrical and big boobs and blonde and... She looks like someone carved her. Yes. She literally looks like like, one of the most beautiful people in the face of the earth. But, I mean, Rhea Ripley gets that that motor running. (laughs) She could rip your tide anytime. Oh. Get me up, put me down all night long. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but and it's also weird that she, because she's taller and she has kind of an air about her that seems like she's older, but I think she's still in her twenties. Like she's a, she's another one of the really young ones. Like whenever you see her doing videos of like you know, outside wrestling, when she's like you know actually talking with the people backstage and just being a regular, she is absolutely one hundred percent just like almost teenager level 
just like a lot of the women are when you see them because they are mostly in their 20s or early 30s and you know they act like that it's it's funny to watch like oscar's videos i don't know if you've watched her videos on youtube yet of course i've watched her videos on youtube yet so uh for those uninitiated to wrestling uh these people we're talking about we'll try and you know expound upon them a little bit further so you understand oscar is death incarnate in the ring like she will destroy you <laughs> with kicks and possibly punches but she does not care she will scream at you in japanese and now she actually will spit green mist in your face uh and ha- constantly have it leaking out her eyes and her mouth which is an awesome look uh so she's and oozing down her chest and stomach yes it's quite it is it's, it's quite very, very it's cool. quite it now she is quite devastating looking and uh she does these videos on youtube where she's just being herself and like the most recent one i saw was uh she's making uh noodles she gets a noodle maker and she's making like uh chinese noodles and she get or no sorry it wasn't it wasn't noodles uh, it was a uh, ch- chopping cabbage she got like a cabbage maker and she's doing it and it just the sweetest when she gets it to actually finally work oh oh and she's just making cabbage it's like how was this the same person i i, I love following wrestlers outside the ring to see what's like they're into a lot of the guys and even girls are in the video games and they play you know those games backstage with xavier woods and kind of even bring that into their characters some on tv but it's the ones that are yeah just so completely different from what you see on tv versus real life like uh finn balor like you were uh, mentioning off air, is now a badass and, you know, just turned heel and he's going to be like one of the meanest dudes, but he loves Lego. Like he loves building Lego and will, yeah, just build one of those sets for, for days at a time if he can. So it's, I, I love seeing that out, outside the outside the wrestling ring world. And a quick note, I as I was mentioning crushes, uh, I have a weird situation going on where uh, Alexa Bliss, of course, is up there as well because she's <laughs> she 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 is gorgeous, but she's also you know an awesome personality. She's badass. She's a good wrestler. She, she does a face that can uh, can convince you that you're not a stupid crush haver, but no, you are the one for her. And I've recently come to uh, to realize that there's a woman at our church <laughs> who looks strikingly like Alexa Bliss. Uh-oh. And uh, it's uh, it's weird. I can't tell my <laughs> wife because I can't say like, man, she looks so much like Alexa Bliss, and I she knows I have a thing for Alexa Bliss, so I can't say that. <laughs> she'd be like, okay, you can't ever be around that woman. It'd be like, all right, I'm just stepping in right now. First off, no more wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you got to Mike Pence my ass. <laughs> you can't be in the same room as women. Also, now you're calling me mother. There are several uh spousal calling things that i have problems with and that's one of them but uh yeah yeah that's that sounds awkward trying to think see that's <laughs> that's partly the reason why i pick for all my wife who's asians because you know my wife is asian so i can always just say like she just reminds me of you <laughs> yeah i guess that's more that that's probably easier than you know julia roberts it's like she rem- she's she's a she's a woman you know you're both women it's the same thing <laughs> Don't be jealous. You're literally both referred to as the pretty woman. <laughs> so, of course. <laughs> By me, That's at what least. everyone calls you behind your back. Yeah. I've heard people say it on the street. <laughs> wait, wait, pretty, pretty woman's about a prostitute. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if she knows that. Well. <laughs> She's never seen the movie. Well, you just you keep that one locked away for yourself then. I'll just save that for when I need it. 
behind behind a pane of glass. Yeah, I think as far as uh, the men, if I had to have a crush on a guy, it would probably well Matt Riddle, of course. I mean, he's he's got us all pegged, but uh, <laughs> please don't refer to it as that. Angel Garza, who is like ridiculously handsome Mexican luchador, sort of. Uh, he's a cruiserweight, and so he does all the flips and stuff. But he's he's so cocky, he's so handsome. He rips off his pants at some point during the match. He's he's a very uh, tasty dish. <laughs> Not where I thought we would be going, but okay. Hey. All right, what about outside of wrestling? Outside wrestling? What do you mean, outside wrestling? Yeah, like, who, who are you? Anybody? Various cr- Yeah. Oh, lo- Lord. I mean, that's too too long a list, and it's always changing and rearranging, <laughs> so I don't know. There's a lot. Do you have one? You say that like you have one that comes to your mind that you want to talk about. So why don't you? Oh, not that I specifically want to talk about. Let me think. But um, it's all just like various YouTube uh, like artists and stuff. So no, no one that anyone has heard of. I actually like am not into celebrity gossip at all. So I don't follow celebrities or actresses or musicians. But I, uh, Kay Flay, actually, I take that back. Kay Flay seems like a cool lady. Who is Kay Flay? Who she is. Kay Flay is a she's a rapper who looks like she would be in my league if she wasn't rich and famous. <laughs> <laughs> but like the top of my like like one step out of my league, you know what the, what you should be going for. They always say aim high, but I mean, come on, don't we don't aim for? Uh, I can't think of a see. I can't even think of it. Emma Stone. You don't aim for Emma Stone. That's not going to work out. But you know you could aim for Kay Flay. Go go ahead and try. So you say that, and I, I on ter- in terms of yes, yeah, she's pretty, but she's also she has the ability to look pretty normal, like the n- girl next door, and yeah, she's an awesome actress and everything. But she also seems like she's just like the most down to earth, like chill, like d- has no time for actual Hollywood BS kind of person. So I'd, I I would not put her in the unattainable category, other than you know I'm married and I'm not going after somebody who's in lives in Hollywood or lives in California or whatever. So it it, it doesn't matter that she thinks she's better than you because she's rich and famous. She thinks she's better than you because she's way more attractive than you can get, Jason. I'm sorry, that's not true. Emma Stone, ne- ne- we're talking never, about? yeah, I know who you're talking about, and that you never think that to yourself. <laughs> like I I said that to myself in college at one point. I was just like, ah, oh, I mean, that's, that's so out of she's so far out of my league, and somebody was like why like i mean who cares we're in college everybody's you know has no idea who they are whatever so i mean go for it and i actually got i I didn't get a date or anything but you know (laughs) i didn't get many dates in college so wait wait, wait. so how are you trying to make this a story where this shows that you shouldn't do this yeah you should shoot for whatever you want i did and look with me nothing came of it yeah, suck it, Steve. But you never what? know. There is no such thing as out of your league. Like that's that is an outmoded. Like everybody is attainable. I'm not saying you should go after everybody because that's then you're a creep. Don't be creepy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Society has always had caste systems. Sometimes it's by wealth. Sometimes it's by birth, social level, and it's just by attractiveness. Like super attractive people don't date uggos ever. Not true. I shouldn't say ever, because there are exceptions that prove the rule. But if there are people that I look at and it's like, nope, you wouldn't even talk to me in that sort of situation. Now, granted, yes, we can be friends. People have moved past that, and they would talk to me and not spit in my face and all that stuff. But I've said, hey, do you want to go, you know, maybe get, get some food sometime? And they're like, no, you've got that thing on your face that makes you ugly. A nose? <laughs> 
What's the fa- thing on your face? Your face? <laughs> My face, yeah. Like, just that... Th- this general shape is unattractive. It's it's middling. Like, I, I'm... <clears throat> I'm not down here. I you know. I, uh, there are people that I'm too handsome to date. I'll admit that. I I mean, I I get what you're saying. Yes, society says that, but don't subscribe to that. Like anything is is possible. Shoot for the moon, Jason. If you want to be the person who loses valuable time, because also here's the other thing, Jason. You get uglier as you get older, and you just get older. So yeah, sure. If you want to waste your time shooting the moon, go ahead. I'm gonna go on a date with an actual person. <laughs> It is a very good thing that we're both married and have children, because this would be a and, very... And haven't dated in, like, 12 years. God, this would be just a sad podcast if it wasn't just talking about sad dating lives of, like, no, I don't ask anybody out because I'm too ugly. I have to I no. have to look at my cast system and say, well, look at her objectively. This eye's a little lower than the other one. Smile. I am in the standard deviation, so I got plenty of options. The bell curve is in my favor. I feel bad for those attractive people who have to go and search high and low for the other attractive people on their level. Average humanity is within my realm. I'm just saying Emma Stone is out of that range. I forgot. I I have talked to other people that are, you know, like into numbers and statistics and all that stuff and deal with math when it comes to (laughs) dating. And it's just the worst. So I, I forgot who I'm talking to. Never mind. I'm I've never told you about my system. Oh god. See, you have a system. That's why that's how I know. Quick quick aside. I have two friends that are now married. They have three kids. They have a fourth on the way and uh one is my best mate. He was one of the groomsmen at my wedding. She's my best friend. When they were deciding if they wanted to date, they actually set up a chart. And it was like the pros and cons and it was like we will date if the pros outweigh the cons and I gamed the system and gave them more pros than cons so they would date because I knew they wanted to date anyways. <laughs> so what is your system? Okay, um, I can't go get it because it's down in my... Are uh, you kidding me? You have this shit written down? <laughs> this was in high school and me and my quote-unquote band. I was in a quote-unquote band in high school and one day we decided we were going to make a system. Is it, wait, so wait, wait, wait. We... Is this marching band or like a rock and roll band? Or Billy Joel cover band, whatever you want to call it. So we were called the Mighty Mighty Monotones, and we <laughs> sang. <laughs> Can't believe I've never talked about this. I still have the T-shirt in my room in my closet. Back Look out! Here comes treble. <laughs> <laughs> and we would write comedy parodies to popular songs about whatever issues that we thought were pressing. So, so you weird out was... everything. You're really into weird. Oh Al yeah, we we come up with the band. Yeah, basically. Uh, okay. Exactly, one of us could play an instrument. There were four or five of us, depending on, on the. What you uh, play? The, the, <laughs> what was the one instrument they played? Guitar. One guy played guitar, so he would play okay. guitar. One guy the... played guitar, and the other, however many of you sang. Yeah, we all sang badly. <laughs> like that was the intent. Like we very specifically said in the name, "Hey, we're bad singers, but we're good songwriters." We were not good songwriters, but we really thought we were good songwriters. Here's our version of One Week. With new lyrics? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, uh, you you have that... Wait, wait. You have that written down somewhere. Yeah, you have to You have to now find that and reveal it on this show. Not okay. this episode. A later episode. Yeah, I don't have it we'll next have to that. me. I, I, I used to have the folder right next to me because I was transcribing them all to uh, Google Docs because I didn't want to lose these. This, this no, was an important part of my childhood. Yeah, this is things your, your, your kids will look at back, back at someday and like, oh, wow, dad was a total loser. Oh, they're not going to know who the bare naked ladies are. 
<laughs> I, I hope they will. I hope the bare naked ladies have children and those also naked ladies continue on the tradition. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'll put this on the list of future episodes. One episode, we will go through the entire history and career of the Mighty Mighty Monotones and it will stop shaking your head. I'm proud of this. I am. Uh, you should be. I'm, I'm proud to hate it. I'm, you should be proud of it. That's how this works. <laughs> I shouldn't say hate. Hate's too strong a word. I, I love it uh, because it's got to be so terrible. Oh, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I have gone back and done commentary on some of these just to remember like, okay, I know this is horrible, but in my defense, this was pre-Columbine, so it's not quite as bad. <laughs> what? Nope, future episode. You don't get it. You don't get that here. What you get now is that one day we were bored, and so we came up with a. I think that it was between three and four hundred some odd question survey that you would take for each girl you were interested in dating, and they had certain points based on what that was worth, or like different questions were worth different amounts of points, and so you could come up with a fully objective scale to know how much you should pursue that person and then you would also take the test kind of from the guy point of view we had some female friends who kind of helped us change the questions to rate guys and then you could kind of see okay well i'm a 207 and she is a 256 okay yeah that's she's out she's a bit above me but that's what i should go set good goals go go after it go after it and when you would present that to her you'd be like you know what really i'm 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 well within your 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 scope of variance and uh yeah, I can improve. Look, 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 I'm working on these four right here, so that'll bring my score up. And you automatically wipe out like three-fourths of the women because they're like, I'm not going to take your stupid-ass survey. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? When my, work, when, when my work sends us to a survey and it's like more than 20 questions, I say, yep, I'm just going to BS my way through this. Well, no, no. <laughs> so you, every, every single variable, every variable is now tainted and, and ruined because you're not giving them a true survey because they're saying, oh, screw this. I'm not going to fill this out. give it to them to fill out. You look at them and fill it out. Oh, good Lord. That's, that's far worse. Well, and you know, you like, you should, most of them were actually personality questions. We were not that shallow. They were like, is she into... We were not that shallow. We gave you a 300 questionnaire, the question <laughs> survey. We're not shallow. We're um, monotones. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad my friends just stuck to video games. We didn't bother with women. Once again, like you, you say that like, ah, I'm so glad I did that. You did nothing. You don't have a cool story about the survey that you made. You don't have... A folder full of songs that you tried to perform for the graduation ceremony. We lived. We burned bright. Oh, I, I lived. I just, I don't have stories involving objectifying every woman in school. <laughs> According to my system. In our defense, it was the 90s and objectifying women was still okay back then. I'm sorry, I leaned back so far on that one laughing, I almost lost my headphones. <laughs> oh, that's, I mean... Y- Sadly, it is one of those things where you can say, hey, it was a different time, but I mean, it's so near. It's not like it was 50 years ago. It's like, yeah. you know, 20. Yeah, 20 years ago, Jason. It was like <laughs> half your life ago. Well, yeah, I, my life is very short. I understand that. No, Jason, I, your life is very long. You're old. I'm not. I'm only 38. That is not very long. Half of that is 19. And every, when you're 19, you're still a little asshole. So I consider that to be not a long life. I was 16, I was allowed to be a jerk. 
I don't know about loud. I'd say. No, I think we should be nicer way. to teenagers and just remember that we were all jerks. So yeah, Alexa Bliss is pretty hot. I think that's where we started. I think so? I don't know anymore, Jason. I don't know anymore. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. Oh, 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 oh